You're listening to Resurrection South Austin, a community of faith, learning to do life together in the goodness of God. For more information, you can find us online at resaustin.com. In the name of God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. You can have a seat. Good evening, Res and visitors. So glad that you're here to join us as we kick off this season of Lent. This whole season, if the, well, don't be so enthusiastic about Lent. This whole season is about less. Less is more in Lent. It's actually this really surprising gift to us. I know that it works against every impulse we have as human beings, and especially as Americans in this kind of world, we want more. We just want more of everything, and then we'll be satisfied. Lent pushes us against that grain. Less noise, less food, less indulgence, less clutter, less. But we don't just do less for less sake, just to be like minimalist or something, hipster like that. I don't know. We don't, yes, it's nice to have less things, but you know, the less actually creates space for something more. What is the thing that we're making space for when we get rid of things? Everything in our lives will be replaced with something else. You take something away, something else is going to fill it. What's the thing that's going to fill that space? Well, in Lent, Christians say no to so much to make more space for the presence of God in their lives. If you want to know what Lent's about, that's what the whole thing's about. Saying no to all of the clutter that we could say yes to the presence of God in our lives. If you're like me, Lent always comes at a really inconvenient but really perfect time. And you know that it's perfect because it's so inconvenient. Like, didn't we just do this in Advent? Like, you know, like getting rid of things and wearing purple and didn't we just prepare? Now here we are in Lent again. It feels like an imposition. And that's how you know that Lent is like, has such perfect timing in our lives because it is an imposition. It is an inconvenience. It interrupts our rhythms. We got our things. You know, you know how in the morning when you're like bustling around, you, maybe your roommates, your spouse, and everyone has their little routine where you, when you get in someone's way, like maybe they don't like to talk in the morning and you talk to them, it's like, stop, you're ruining my routine. Lent feels like that sometimes. Offsetting our plans, obstructing all of our comforts, it's just inconvenient and in the way. And the beautiful thing about Lent Folks, listen to this. The wonderful thing about Lent is it does, is not concerned with your comfort. It's like totally not concerned with your comfort. And it told, I'm, this is so uncomfortable about Lent, but every year it gets me. It calls my bluff on all of those self-induced and self-supported myths that I have about myself and how I'm good. Like, I'm good. You're good. You be you. I'll be me. Well, we're good. Lent calls our bluff on that. We are not invincible. We're not all good. The peace that we say, oh, we have peace, peace, but there's no peace in our lives the way we think there often is. Maybe you can't relate to this, but for so many of us who think that we stand on the right side of the argument of things, like all the time in life, like we're the right ones in the arguments, Lent calls us our bluff even on that. You do not stand on the right side of this argument. You're not as right as you think. Our world, if you can imagine this, our world, our nation, our society, our neighborhood, neighborhood, it could use a really good Lent, couldn't it? 
to say, world, stop. Things are not okay. It sounds so good when we apply it to other people, but when we're looking at ourselves, it's like, do we really have to participate in this? Lent is for all of us. But we would rather carry on and just kind of skip over Lent, get straight to the Easter feast and just go crazy, right? We would much rather do that. Ash Wednesday, it's this really kind of like right on time, super inconvenient, in our face, truth, about something that we're really uncomfortable about and it, make, and it starts this whole season of Lent just in case we thought we were good and we're on the right side of the argument and like sin, it's a thing that we manage but in general, like we got this, right? No, Ash Wednesday begins Lent without any flinching saying someday you're going to die. Well, I forgot about that. Our lives end. It was just last year that Evangeline was born on Ash Wednesday and thanking God for her life in the hospital, immediately imposed ashes on her and reminded her, someday you too will die. Two years. years. Really? (laughs) Wow, two years. Someday we will die. And you guys know it at baptism when we gather around the font and we, we celebrate this new birth we're marked with oil, sealed with the power of the Spirit in this new birth. Well, in the same way, on Ash Wednesday, we are imposed with the sign of the cross, ashes over our head, reminding us that someday we will die. So we're invited to, on this Ash Wednesday, sober up, folks. We're not invincible. And yes, in fact, we do need the help and the mercy of God in our lives. When we realize that, when we realize, man, you know what, I'm going to die someday, and I'm not all good, and I do need help, then all of a sudden, this makes tons of sense. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him, this is Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God. Just when we thought we were stuck we, we have no hope that we're going to die and we're not good. What hope is there for us? There is this news that God has made one who knew no sin, who wasn't going to die, who didn't have sin infected in his body to take on sin for our sake. Why? So that we would enjoy the righteousness of God. Not because of anything we've done, but merely out of the kindness of God and his son, Jesus. When is there a good time to really digest that in our lives? We're busy. In order to digest this, this amazing gift of God and Jesus, we first have to take inventory that we need his help in the first place, right? When is there a good time to take inventory of your sin? Like What a buzzkill, what a downer. Who would want to do that? Lent imposes this on us. It says now is actually a good time. I know you're busy. I know you've got things to do. I know you think you don't have time to take inventory of your life. But if now is not a good time, there is no good time. T.S. Eliot, one of my favorite poets, wrote this poem called Ash Wednesday, fittingly enough. And he says this, for those who walk in darkness, both in the daytime and in the nighttime, the right time, the right place are not here. No place of grace for those who avoid the face. 
No time to rejoice for those who walk among noise and deny the voice. Are we those people that have denied the voice of God in our lives? Have we grown way too comfortable with our arrangements and not sought the face of God? Am I avoiding even now in my life, am I avoiding God's invitation to come closer to him? Because it's just too much work or it's too inconvenient or it'd mean I'd have to say no to this or that or I'd have to change something in my life. Have we become so good at the part that we play, entertaining our comforts and our sin that we in turn reject the grace of God? Have we become those people? Lent gives us a chance to ask that. You know, Christians are really good at this. Come to church on Sundays. We do the whole robe thing and like, we know the hand motions and when to do the body thing and we act so holy and yet we're pros at hiding those areas of sin that rot within us. I'll be the first to admit that. Too good at that. Are we those people that Jesus warns us about when we fast? Who play the part of humility and repentance outside but their hearts on the inside are so far from him. Are we those people? Perhaps today is that day of salvation for us. The time and place for repentance. When we can begin anew under the mercies of God. Friends, I know that this is like not a convenient time to endure Lent. It never is. But in Jesus, it's always the right time to endure Lent. You know why? Because he endured it before us and for us and endures it even now with us for our sake. The Lent that is ahead of us that we think, I can't do it. Guess what? Jesus can. And you're not alone in your Lent. Not only do you have these great folks around you, but Jesus walks with us through Lent. We don't have to do it alone. And not only that, but even when our disciplines slip, maybe we've got these great plans for Lent and we like biff it and we make a mistake. Guess what? The grace of God is right there to meet us. And even though we have failed and maybe tripped over something and done something wrong and have like ruined our own righteousness, we had such a, we were like on fire for a minute there and we ruined it. Guess what? Jesus is perfect. He's the righteous one who knew no sin yet took our sin for our sake. It's the right time with Jesus because he and only he is able to wash us of our sin that we find. Don't be afraid of looking your sin in the face like the rest of the world who tries to ignore it. They fear their sin because there's nothing to do about it. Because of Jesus, we can look at our face in the sin and declare victory over it already. Amen? Jesus is able to wash us. Jesus is able to fulfill every line in the psalmist's prayer. Our prayer, listen, hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And sustain me in a willing spirit. Lord Jesus, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Go before us this Lent. 
Lead us, strengthen us, declare victory over our sin. Set us free, we pray. In the name of God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Friends, let's take a moment of silence just to ask the Holy Spirit to continue to speak to us and invite us into Lent. You're listening to Resurrection South Austin, a community of faith, learning to do life together in the goodness of God. For more information, you can find us online at resaustin.com.